Hello and welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to be talking about cleaning up your life. Spring cleaning. Basically in every aspect. So cleaning up your relationships and letting go of toxic people and... Your surroundings and maybe stuff you don't want. Yeah. Stuff you don't need. Literally cleaning up your house and getting rid of things in your house and in your life that aren't serving a purpose for you, and decluttering, spring cleaning. Yeah, we did that over the weekend and kind of like rearranged the bedroom. I don't know, we slept a lot better the past couple nights and just felt like a lot fresher and I feel lighter. But first I have to say my thought of the day. Okay. Okay, so my thought of the day, this is my third week of doing this, and it actually is really fun to share these thoughts of the day because I feel like I'm consciously thinking about my thoughts more, if that makes sense. Like I'm thinking about what I want to say for my thought of the day and then it makes my thoughts more meaningful. You're just going to get deeper as we go through Yeah, the I don't even know if that makes sense. But anyways, today I was thinking about all the things in my life that I'm grateful for and I was thinking about what I have today that I wanted like years ago or a couple years ago or what I wanted in the past. So, and it really put like so and what much what is that? Well, I'll tell you. Oh. But I'm just saying it really put so much in perspective because if you think about what you have now that you wanted in the past, it is so much more motivating like, in a sense, to achieve your goals for the future. I feel like I'm not explaining this very well. Let me try it. I'm kind of lost, to be honest with you. (laughs) I'm lost, too, and it's literally my own thought. (laughs) So, for example, when my family would visit in San Diego, uh, we used to come here every Thanksgiving, and this is just, like, a quick little example. Like, there's many things in my life that I'm thankful for, that I wanted years ago, but this specifically is what made me think of all of this chain reaction. So we would visit San Diego and there was this little juice shop called Juice Crafters. And when we went, I was obsessed with it. They have really good smoothies and acai bowls and different juices and stuff. And I literally was craving it. (laughs) Chris, I see the look on your face. Just bear with me. All right, let's do this. I'm going to get somewhere with this story. Just I know, wait. I know, I know. Okay. So stop. Stop what? I'm looking at stop you. Stop looking at me like that. Okay, so we would go to this juice shop, and I always wanted it so bad. So the next year, we would go again, and then every time we went, we would go because I loved it. Well, guess what? Now, we live in LA, and that exact shop, Juice Crafters... They have a location here right by our house and we go all the time. And I was thinking about it because when we first moved here, I was like, yes, juice crafters, we got to get it all the time. But we went over the weekend and I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, I used to crave this so bad and I used to want to come here and I used to want to live by this place. And now we do. I thought the same thing with In-N-Out. When I was a little boy, (laughs) I just, you know, loved eating In-N-Out and (laughs) <laughs> didn't have one, like, by our house in Utah, and now we live in California, and there's one just down the street, so I totally feel you. I feel like you're joking with me or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason I even said that is because it's just, like, little things that you want so badly for yourself in your life. Like, maybe you... I just told you, in and out. I'm not saying you. I'm saying to the people listening. If you're listening to this, 
And maybe you were in college, but you really wanted to be in college. Or maybe you finally got your degree that you've been wanting forever. Or you finally got your dream job. Or you moved somewhere cool. Or you finally just found a cool group of friends that you love hanging out with. It's like little things like that that you got or that you have that you wanted so bad. That's just such a good feeling when you look back on that. Yeah, that's a good So basically, your goals in the future or things that you want or you're manifesting or whatever, you're going to get that one day because it's just all a path. This is my thought on top of your thought. Once you do get those things, they're not as like meaningful as you thought they will be. So that's why you're always should be like going after the next thing and then... No, I don't agree. Okay, well, I do agree in the sense that they... So, once let, me, you, let me ask you something. When you got your degree, were you like, wow, this is exactly how I felt like it would feel? No. So that's exactly no, my point. You cut me off. I was about to say something. I apologize. <laughs> but you let me just finish my point before you come back. Okay. And you, to finish your that's point That's it. I'm ju- I oh, just proved oh. my point. Okay, well, basically what I was saying is that, no, it, it doesn't feel exactly like how you imagine it, and the happiness wears off. Like, you're you're happy for a second, and then it's not cool anymore. So that's why I'm saying you need to recognize what you have around you that you wanted and be grateful for it. No, I agree. I'm just saying that not to completely, like, think that living by a juice crafters is going to change your life. It's just something to be <laughs> grateful for after the fact, you know? Oh, okay. I agree with you. I think it's a good thought of the day. I'm just saying not to just you know put what? all your eggs in one basket or think that something's going to feel amazing, but just to recognize that you're grateful for the fact that you got to where you were. Yeah, that's basically what I was saying. I, I'm not saying that if you live by your favorite restaurant, if you live by In-N-Out, your problems are going to be solved, but... That's just one stupid little thing that meant a lot to me. The fact that we live near Juice Crafters. You know what? Do you have a better thought of the day? I I think the thought of the day was basically the podcast about cleaning up your life and, you know, your surroundings. And after you declutter, like that tidying things up on Netflix, where that lady just comes in your house and cleans your, your house for you. Or Hoarders. You ever watch Hoarders growing up? Yeah, that show grosses me out. It's just like, how can you accumulate so much stuff and you don't feel grossed out by all of it around you? That's basically the same thing with like your relationships and I don't know, even putting too much stuff on your own plate. Like this past month, I kind of realized maybe I'm doing too much, like take a step back and give myself some time. Because, of course, we have, like, our goals that we set for the year, but at the same time, you don't have to rush and do them all at once and then just be completely burnt out because that's honestly what happened to me, like, I feel like this last week. I just kind of realized that. So, let's talk about decluttering your life then. First up, you can start by decluttering your phone. That's probably a good one. Everyone's on their phone all the time. Honestly, it feels so good to go through your phone and get rid of apps that you don't use. And make sure that you're not paying for subscriptions that you use or apps that you don't need. Clear out your photos. Maybe not clear out your photos. No, I don't mean delete them, but like go through your screenshots. Yeah, there's a there's an album of screenshots, and I always just delete everything because I take a lot of screenshots of stupid stuff. But or like accidental ones. Yeah. Or pictures of your the inside of your pocket. 
I always do that. Really? Yeah. I've never done that. Well, I keep my phone in my purse or my hand. Yeah, you, your phone can't fit in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's an iPad. No, it would. So yeah, delete what doesn't serve you and just clean up your, your phone. I think that's a great step. And well, not only that, but your computer too. Like if you're on your computer a lot, organize your files and make folders for different things. This all sounds kind of stupid, but I promise it feels so amazing when just your whole life feels more organized. Yeah, honestly, my Google storage was almost up and I was like, oh, am I going to have to pay whatever to upgrade my storage? But then I just realized I just had to delete my old emails. Oh. And that was it. How do you delete all your old emails, though, without deleting stuff that's important? Listen, in 2015, I think I could delete those emails. You had those from 2015? I would love to see my emails from... You probably do. I've seen your emails. You have, like, 700 unread emails. I know. I'm, I've been really bad about keeping up on that. I used to look at all my emails and mark them as read because I don't like having the notification, but... The last couple weeks, I've let it go pretty bad. <laughs> so after you clear out your phone, what do you suggest we do next? I mean, this weekend we cleaned our room and our closet, and that's the best feeling. Because you can get rid of old clothes, stuff you don't wear, and then kind of get ready for new clothes even, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, donate stuff that you're not using anymore. We reorganized our whole room, and true, like you said, it feels a lot more spacious, and it's just a different vibe. I like it. Once you feel good, or once you look good, then you feel good, and that's the same thing with, like, your bedroom and your house. Once you're organized and you feel good about it, then you're gonna Yeah, well, well, you spend so much of your life at your house or in your room and in your living space. So if you don't love it and you don't feel comfortable, like everybody loves their living space, but I do feel like a lot of the times it can be overwhelming and it's like a chore to keep up with it. But I think the more that you're on top of it and the more that you make your bed in the mornings and you make sure that you pick up your laundry on the floor and put it in the basket, it really does make all the difference. I think we've been really clean this year, surprisingly, in this apartment. And we've actually gotten decorations that we truly love and different pieces of home decor that we are really happy with. And I think that's made a difference too, because I know when you're renting apartments, it doesn't really seem worth it to go all out with the decorations and make it fully yours because it's just kind of temporary. Like I feel like in different apartments that I've lived in, I've never fully decorated it to how I like because I'm kind of just like, oh, well, I'll redecorate it at the next place I live. But I think we're finally choosing pieces that we really like and it feels good to be in a space that I feel happy in so yeah and it just makes you feel comfortable and like at ease and it's like a snowball effect like once you make your bed clean your house everything else is about to follow like relationships right yeah I was just gonna say something too before we talk about cleaning up your relationships is me and Chris might be moving soon to a new apartment and we're so excited well, our lease is up anyway soon, so we, we do have to move pretty quickly. But that's another thing is we've been decluttering a lot of our living space stuff because we know we're about to move to a different apartment. And 
I know that's not everybody's moving, so not everybody has that excuse of, like, packing things up and making room for new stuff, but I don't know. Maybe if you have that mindset, like, pretend you're moving and you can only bring a certain amount of stuff, that really helps eliminate the things that you're not using. Like, especially for clothes, one rule that I always use is if I haven't worn it in a year, then that means I'm not going to wear it again because in a year there's going to be all the different seasons. So if I haven't worn it, oh, like in the last winter or spring or whatever, depending on what season it is, then that means I'm not going to wear it in the next season. What, Chris? <laughs> Listen, I think that's great advice, but I think you have like, what, 300 pairs of jeans? All right. Jeans are different. <laughs> okay. I think you should definitely take Katie's advice, though. <laughs> but no. also, I, on top of the subject... Wait, wait, wait. Let me just... Let me clear this up really quick. Jeans are different. I have so many pairs of jeans, but it's because I don't wear jeans a lot. But I have I have options, okay? So don't... Listen, trust me, you guys. <laughs> trust me. She has too many jeans. They're all the same shade of blue. <laughs> and, you know, maybe a hole's bigger in one than the other, but... You're going to get the same the same look. There's so many But that's beside the point. Let's, whoa, 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 let's wait. There's so many different styles though. Like skinny jeans are out now, so I just have to get rid of all my skinny jeans and then get wide leg jeans and then what? Skinny jeans are going to be back, so it's going to be a whole cycle. That's how fashion works. I know. So I might as well just keep all the 100 pairs that I have. <laughs> okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say that even though we're moving soon, we still rearranged our whole room. Like, we moved the bed, we moved the dresser, and it feels a lot better. So that's just proof that even if you aren't moving, that, like, rearranging and cleaning the house is going to make you feel good. Yeah, no, our room feels like a whole different space now. And all we did was move the bed from one wall to the other. And we moved the dresser from one side to the other. And... I actually love hanging out in our room now. I get excited to, like, watch a show in here because it feels so new and fresh. And that just goes back to your thought of the day. It kind of makes you feel grateful for what you have after you kind of go through all your stuff. And I read this, like, 365 Days of Being a Stoic book. That's, like, one of my goals this year is to just read books, and that's one of the ones I picked. Wait, what's a stoic? They just, like, like think, basically. Just (laughs) think deeply. A thinker. Yeah, you know, like the <laughs> the statues that are just thinking there. Like the thinker statue. That's yeah. what a stoic is. They just sit there and think about stuff. But basically it has quotes. And one of the quotes like this past month was, the more material possessions you have, the more stress they put on you. So like the less stuff you have, the less things you have to worry about. So I completely agree. I think the more minimalistic that I am and the more that I declutter my closet and our space and I get rid of... Like, even throwing out old makeup and perfume and getting rid of old jewelry and just random stuff like that that you wouldn't think of, throwing away old hair products. I just feel like stuff can get so collected and you don't even think about it, but I I completely agree. I definitely want to try and be more minimalistic, even if we can, but... It's always nice to have stuff around, too, also. Yeah. It's finding a balance. It's finding a balance. We have a lot of books, which I feel like is really good because I like our book collection, but I think we could cut down a little bit and make room for new books. That's one thing I think we can work on. I don't know. What do you think? 
Well, I like going back to old books that I haven't read in, like, three years, and then I'm like, oh, I forgot about this, and then I, like, read it from a new perspective, so I don't know. That's true. It's like watching an old movie. You're like, oh, I forgot about that part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know what happened last summer, though? I read this book, like, two years ago, and then we went to Barnes & Noble um, over the summer, and I picked up this book, and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. This totally looks like something I would read. And then we went to the beach the next day. I brought it with me and I was so excited to read my new book. And I got two pages in and I was like, oh my gosh, I already read this. I completely forgot that I even read it. Yeah, so maybe keeping your books so you know what you've read is actually a good thing. (laughs) True. (laughs) Okay, so what's next? Decluttering your relationships? So what does that even mean to you? To me? Yeah. I think it just means to... Just like you do in your closet, you kind of look at your relationships and you decide, is this something I want to keep in my closet or in my life? And if it is, then you do and you like nurture it and wash it Mm -hmm. and keep it clean or you, you know, maybe not throw it out, but (laughs) reevaluate where you want to be or what it is to you. Yeah. I think it's just about prioritizing those relationships because some people just aren't bringing value to your life, which sounds selfish. (laughs) Wait, selfish? What did I just say? Selfish. Slow? Slowfish? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyways, that sounds selfish, but if somebody isn't bringing happiness or encouraging you or motivating you, it's like, what is the point of them being in your life? And what's the point of you being in theirs too? Because maybe you're not bringing anything positive to their life as well. And obviously I'm not talking about all relationships. This is sometimes something that's rare or can happen if there's a toxic friendship or something like that. But you have to evaluate your friendships and think about if somebody is actually meant to be in your life. You love talking about toxic friends. I don't love talking about it. I just think that I have a lot of, honestly, experience with it. And I have a lot of thoughts on it. And I think that when you're in a toxic friendship, you don't really... It's the same thing as a toxic relationship. You're almost kind of blinded by it. A lot of the times you don't really care because you care more about the idea of the friendship than what's actually happening. So maybe your friend, I don't know, I feel like this is more so a thing in high school and college than now. I think it just depends on the person because for me, when I go into like a friendship or relationship, it might be my personality or how I am. I don't really think of, oh, I want to be their friend. I'm usually like, how do we help each other? Do we like each other? Do we have the similar interests? And then go from there and it'll grow if it grows. And if not, then it doesn't, you know? No, yeah, I'm the same exact way now. I think now I have this matureness to where I can tell if me and somebody else are going to be good friends or not, or if we're just going to be like acquaintances or whatever. But I think especially in college, you're around groups of people a lot. So you're friends with people through passing. You are friends with groups. And so maybe there's somebody in that group that you feel like is toxic for you because maybe they leave you out or you feel like you have to be friends with them in order to be friends with someone else kind of thing. There's so many different scenarios, but I think that in college and high school especially, that's something that I struggled with. And I know a lot of girls struggle struggle with too. I don't think it's 
necessarily an issue for guys, more so girls, because I think there's also a level of wanting to prove yourself and wanting to surround yourself with people that are going to better you, but it's hard to decipher that at a younger age. Does that make sense? Like, you want good, amazing friends, but sometimes you're in it for the wrong reasons or they're in it for the wrong reasons. They're trying to maybe get to someone else or... Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think we can just disregard, like, high school and our adolescence as just toxic relationships because that's, like, the point of our lives where you're just figuring all this stuff out anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, that can still happen in adulthood, too. There's definitely still toxic people that I meet, and, you know, you just have to figure it out, but... No, I agree. I'm just saying, when I think about high school and, like, college, yeah, those relationships do happen, but that's, like, part of life. Like, you gotta go through those relationships to even understand what they are. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody has those types of relationships, and everybody meets people that they're not gonna have their best intentions, when they're with you but I think that just being aware of it and realizing like okay maybe this girl isn't actually my friend because she's being shady or doing this behind my back whatever like I feel like we're still kind of in that college age like we're not in college but I've only been graduated for a year so I still have friends that are in college you know yeah it's definitely something that's still happening and still real yeah I could see that but After, you know, graduating college, you realize that that's, I don't know, trivial and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just petty and stupid, but it still happens. That's all I'm saying. So if you feel like there's people in your life that are not motivating you or leading you to your best self possible or encouraging you or any of that stuff, then just stop hanging out with them as much. Stop giving them as much attention, you know, clear out those toxic people. Yeah, but where do you draw the line between taking a toxic person out of your life and helping a person in your life? What do you mean helping? Like, what if someone's not doing you any good, but you could help them a lot by being their friend? Then you should be their friend. But they're toxic. No, I think you're... No, but what if they are? Mm -hmm. Am I just going to say, okay, you're toxic, I'm not really friends with you, see you later. I personally think that it's important to have all sorts of relationships, and just to evaluate what each relationship is and try not to put too much of yourself into that. And I think the most important relationship is with yourself. And, of course, like, your partner or boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever it might be, mom, dad, family, that kind of stuff. People who are always going to be there for you. No, I completely agree. I think that, first of all, like you said, your relationship with yourself is the most important, and you should definitely work on that and truly find out what makes you happy and find out what you want to do, not just what other people are doing or what your parents want you to do, but truly find out what makes you happy and passionate But I think, like, going back to what you said about the toxic friendships, it's, like, it depends on what they're doing that classifies it as toxic. Do you know what I mean? Like, if somebody is just struggling and they need your help, then you can kind of decipher that in your own mind and figure out. Like, when I say if they're not serving you any purpose, I don't mean, like, oh, they they don't have a bow, I can't, like, hang out with them in the summer, I'm gonna drop them, or they don't, you know... No, what I'm saying is... Someone might be, you know, spreading rumors about you or doing this and that. And guess what? Maybe they're doing that to lash out. So you need to talk to them and be like, what's going on? You don't have to say, oh, they're spreading rumors about me. See you later. Maybe that's something that you just need to figure out what's going on. 
I think communication is key. Yeah. And just evaluating and seeing what, you know, taking a step back from any situation is always the most important thing. I think the biggest thing with deciphering if something is a toxic friendship or not is if they put you down in public or try to embarrass you or maybe they're gossiping about you or they apologize about something without sincerity or maybe they make you feel nervous when you're in a group. Because I think those things you can easily brush off as, oh, they're just joking around or they don't mean it. But in the long run, that can actually really hurt you. And that's not a true friend. If you can figure out what their true purpose is as your friend, because I feel like in my life, I've noticed that there's been people who I'm in a friend group with and I'm because I'm associated with them I classify them as friends but then I realize like maybe they're not a true friend but I do agree that you should put yourself first it's a lot different to throw out a shirt you don't use than a friend that might not service (laughs) you so it's very important to just evaluate (laughs) that kind of stuff compared to just straight up spring cleaning and decluttering yeah that's not what we meant when we say like get rid of toxic people in your life, but definitely evaluate these things and really look at it because it's so refreshing when you are surrounding yourself with people that actually have good intentions and are genuinely there to be your friend. They're not trying to put you down or... You don't have to worry about like what they're saying behind your back or anything like that. You just trust them and you can live your life and they can live theirs and you're both happy. Yeah, exactly. And getting rid of a toxic friend doesn't necessarily mean that you have to message them or talk to them and be like you're toxic like bye I don't want to be your friend just slowly stop hanging out with them as much or giving them as much attention and if they ask you about it just be straight up and say hey I feel like I've felt this way lately and I just am taking time for myself you don't even have to say anything about them just be like oh sorry I've been distant I'm busy whatever to kind of wrap it all together I know spring is spring cleaning sounds like a buzzword or something that It's just like a stupid thing that people say to clean the house, but it really should be taken seriously because I think it's a good time to just evaluate your closet, your life, and just kind of figure out where you want to be because it's like a good quarter point even for your Mm -hmm. goals and like see where you're going to be for the year. And that way you can have the summer to just do summer stuff. Yeah, just do whatever. You don't have to worry about anything really because you've got your whole next couple months in check and the weather's nice and it's just the perfect time to like refresh everything. Exactly. So yeah, if you're listening and you feel like you need to spruce up your life a bit. Maybe use this episode as like a reminder to take a moment and clean the room, clean your closet. All that kind of stuff is such a good snowball effect and it can really help you like for the rest of the year and the summer and make you just feel good about yourself and where you're at in life. Yeah, you can look at your pantry and your fridge and make sure that you're throwing out stuff that you're not using or that's like expired because there's like condiments in the fridge that you forget about, you know. That's kind of a stupid thing, but... Yeah, I actually threw away two dressings today because I was making a salad for dinner and I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I realized it was expired. Really? Um, Yeah. Which one? A cilantro dressing and then some oh that one's so good yeah but good thing we'll get more yeah Yeah. (laughs) good thing you didn't use it because it's expired oh my gosh ew 
So yeah, that's kind of a dumb thing, but thank you so much for listening, guys. And if you feel like leaving a review or a rating or anything like that on the Apple Podcast app, that would be amazing and we would really appreciate it. And if you want more information about when we're releasing new episodes, then follow us on our Instagram at Forever and Always Podcast. And we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.